everybody, Coach Simone Kelly here. I am so excited and delighted to have Brenda Cano, who is an amazing realtor in LA, in Los Angeles, California. Welcome, Brenda. Hi, great to be here. So Brenda um, is, a, is a longtime friend of mine, and she's an amazing um, realtor and investor and house flipper. What do we call you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of everything, but yeah, that and too. She's also um, an amazing, I would say, mentor to many people. And I even call her one of my mentors as well. So um, just full of knowledge. Um, and today we're going to be talking about how to stop paying rent and how to own your own home. So I want to make this a little um, special that we're going to break it up into bite-sized pieces so that you can learn everything that you need to know to get started in owning your own home. So Brenda, tell us, what are some of the things and reasons why you think people need to stop renting? Well, first of all, rent, um, it's not stabilized. So it's going to keep going up forever. You'll never pay it off. It'll be there. And what will happen is you end up getting trapped where you might be priced out of your neighborhood in the future because rents just keep going up. And by securing a property, by being a homeowner, you have a 30-year fix unless you pick a different type of loan. And no matter what happens in 30 years, your home will be paid off. So you'll just have to pay property taxes and your insurance. And that's it. Where as a renter, that'll never happen. And what will happen is, um, depending where you live, especially in LA, it's really common, where they can remove the property from the rental market, and now you have to move. And when that happens, you might be paying, for example, on the two-bedroom home from like a 10-year lease, maybe $1,800 here in LA. Now the rent for that same property is $2,600, $2,800. Yeah, that happens kind of all the time. I see it. So the best thing to do is just buy a home. And it's not as hard as people think. There's a lot of programs for first-time home buyers or people who've already owned home, but they other homes, but they want to be at a, like they don't purchase a new owner-occupied property. Mm-hmm. There's FHA, which allows you to buy with um, as little as three percent down, three and a half percent down, and there's also other programs that give you down payment assistance and even help you pay for your closing costs. So if you really want to buy a home, there's a lot of help out there. And what about your credit? Because that's a big issue for many people. If they have bad credit, is there any? options for them? Yes. Um, FHA allows you to go into the 500s. So even if you don't have the best credit ever, FHA will finance you. They will require additional paperwork. So sometimes it's a lot easier to maybe work on your credit a little. As long as you have a 600 bike or over, you qualify for a traditional FHA, which means you just go with the basic requirements. You don't need additional paperwork. Okay. And I also hear that you may be able to find a seller to help you buy and finance a home. How does that work? Yeah. So what you can do is you can do seller financing. Let's say um, your aunt wants to sell you the home and she just wants you to take over the payment or something like that. Mm -hmm. You can go directly to escrow. You don't actually have to have an agent. You can just get it done directly. Now, I wouldn't recommend that if it's not somebody you know, because you want to make sure you get title insurance so there's no other liens on the property and you're able to do your inspections and you know exactly what you're buying and what you're getting into, because especially for a first time home buyer, the process will be overwhelming. You know, it's a whole lot of new things we have to look into. And then also as a homeowner, now you're responsible for your own repairs. Right. That's another thing you want to, yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. um, If you're just looking to buy a house and you're not going to buy it from a relative or somebody, you know, it's better to just go through an agent only because we make sure that you go through the proper checklist of what you need to know about the home Mm -hmm. and you're provided with state required and city required disclosures which are really important because if you don't know about it, you take ownership of the property and now you have to do repairs. That could be multiple thousands of dollars that are, that might be an unexpected expense. That is really scary. Yeah. 
Um, I'm curious to know, like, do you recommend people buying a condo versus a, a actual home? Because I know there's well, a lot of home association fees and all that stuff that you got to take in effect. Of, so. If you can, so usually condos are priced on at the lower end of the market. So a lot of people might want to start with a townhouse or a condo before they buy an actual home. Okay. But I would strongly suggest you compare both of the payments because, well, like you said, with the HOA, mm-hmm. the payment might end up being about the same. And the thing about um, HOAs and communities is that they tend to appreciate at the same level. So what will happen with a home is you can always add a second story, add additional bedrooms. You right. can expand. And when a property is sold, it's sold based on the price per square foot. So with a condo, you're kind of limited at whatever you buy is whatever you're going to sell. Right, right. And so it won't it will appreciate in time, like all properties, but not as much as a single family home. So if at all possible, I would strongly suggest to go with a single family home. Right. The only thing is um I did have a co-op back in many years ago and when the market was awesome because I made a nice chunk of money. But what I was able to do is they always said focus on the bathroom and the kitchen. And yes. I was I was able to I was able to pull it out and start over and yeah. it sold like hotcakes, you know. So that that's the only thing I would say. But um I, I yeah. But the homeowners association is an issue because when I lived in Florida, it depends on where you live. Like God forbid there's a hurricane, the roofs fall out. Oh, we're gonna tag on an extra, you know, three hundred dollars a month, you know, whatever the fee is. <laughs> what yeah, they call reassess you. Definitely, yeah. And the other thing about um HOAs is you're able to control whatever happens on the interior of your property, but on the exterior, it's a vote. So if you wanted to paint your unit from the outside, you will probably not be able to. You'd have to match the same colors. Right. So um and what happens sometimes is some associations end up um, losing value or marketability because they, they're just not maintained properly and you have no say. So if your whole community is not maintained properly, when it comes time to resell, you're not going to be able to get top dollar. Right. If you're limited by the community. So that's kind of like a 50-50 risk you take. Whereas in a home, you're able to upgrade whatever you want from the interior and the exterior. And you're able to add additional square foot, which is really important. The bigger the home is, the more money you'll get for it. So in summary, get a house. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you'll never be, you'll never be done paying rent. With right. a home, eventually it'll be paid off. And not just that, you have a fixed payment. So you right. might feel like, oh my God, it's like $400 more right now, but in five, six years, mm-hmm. it's going to be cheaper than rent. Well, one last question. Do you recommend people, and it doesn't have to be for their first, maybe for their first home, do you recommend that they get a duplex? Because I always hear like, oh, you should get a duplex and then rent out the back room or the back house, but don't let them know you're the owner. Like how get a... Well, I mean, that's, that's up to you, but honestly, units are a great investment because FHA allows you to buy up to four units. Five and over is considered commercial. So up to four units okay. with three and a half percent down. So you can literally buy a property where it almost pays for itself. Oh. So you end up paying less than rent. I, that I like. I like that plan a lot. Um, and when you do that, just as a tip, um, get renter's insurance so that if you have a vacancy or an issue with um, non-payment of rent, your insurance will cover it. So okay. at least you don't, yeah, you don't have to go through like a financial hardship just because the renter moved out or anything like that. Right. And do you recommend getting a property manager? For if you're going to live in the property, I wouldn't because you're already going to be there. So they're still going to knock on your door. Do they have so, to know? I'm like, I don't want to buy knocking on my door because the, the plumbing's messed up. <laughs> like I want to let them know. That's me. That's just me. But, well, no, you can. You can get a property manager. But then now you're talking about maybe paying 10 to 15 percent of the monthly rent and fees. Yeah, that's a in addition to whatever the repairs cost. Oh, OK. I didn't think about that part. OK. I, I thought it was 10 percent. So it can even be 15 percent, huh? Whatever it's negotiated, yeah. Gotcha. 
All right. Well, this has been very, very educational. I'm excited that we have this new series on real estate because, you know, we need to learn as much as possible. Thank you so much for being here. And everybody, keep it locked on Own Your Power TV and Own Your Power Radio. Have a good day. Own Your Power Radio. Real soul and hip hop. Just the way you like it. This is attorney Marlon Hill coming to you live from the Media 55 studios on the Own Your Power Network. Check us out live online. Best-selling author Simone Kelly has done it again. Her latest novel, 1544, will take you on a suspenseful and mystical ride. 1544 is a thriller about a father and daughter with supernatural abilities. Meet Ty Carter, millionaire investor, and Journey Salazar, his 22-year-old daughter. Journey is eager to learn about her family roots and build a relationship with her father. Journey soon shows him that she is the master of control and manipulation. Daddy's little girl is not all she claims to be.